This is episode 73 of Two Minutes for Chatting and uh, you're already lost. <laughs> He's already lost. 73. He can't remember a previous clan number 73. That is unacceptable. One of my favourite players from last year. Yours as well. From last year? Oh. Definitely. The only one that's uh, came to mind there was, um, remember when Lee Esters came back? Yep, no, 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 no. Better than him. Did he not? Did he not wear 73 though? Um, I don't know, maybe. It's just good for me, it's just stolen time, so I can try and think of who was. It is. Who, who last year would you have definitely wanted back and didn't come back? Brendan Connor. Next on the list. Tyson Boast? Nah. Nah, maybe next on the list. A forward, not Connolly. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. And we're back. We Jerry Hansen. Exactly. I found you there. I was was just around the corner. Good. Spotted you to the street. It was a... It was a good... A good time to to be a, a clan fan when we had that number 73 um, he was a good player I think and we've probably not really replaced him I would say I don't think um, if it was supposed to be Lidhammer he's quite lived up to it in my opinion yep but again we'll come on to that <laughs> we will spoilers <laughs> for our forwards analysis section um, but generally this week's been a bit more positive in Clanland with an unexpected, and I'm going to say unexpected because it is, it was in my mind, a win in Dundee to get a, a vital two points for the, the playoff race. Um, that was, I didn't expect it, I don't think you did either. No, but um, I'm going to start by saying Clanland. Um, <clears throat> Don't give them any ideas because obviously they've come up with clan towers, and I don't, I don't really want clan land to to po- catch on either. A possible new um, animated spin-off series that. Yeah, or um, a theme park if they ever decide, um, if they want to build a new arena. Remember? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Remember that? true. Yeah, um, that was a good laugh. Yeah, good build that. A theme park around the outside it. Clan Arena in the heart of Clanland. <sighs> Stuff dreams are made of. It is. Um, but so anyway, was, so. <laughs> so was the Clan comeback, to be fair. Um, yeah. 3-0 down at one point um, midway through the second period uh, after Bhutan and two goals from Marquardt. Uh, I think at that point, I wasn't really following the game, so it wasn't. I wasn't resigned to defeat at any point, but I did. I did catch back on near the end of it when Clan obviously had found a bit of momentum. Um, Fitzy had taken a time out and looked pretty animated, and we got we got a goal back with five minutes to go in that period, and then Chad Rowe and believe it or not, Scott Pitt with the third to take it into overtime before 
the Great Dane. Lee Razzie finds the power play winner. Um, so not only did we get a power play goal, Scott Pitt scored. So two, two of the least likely uh, situations occurred in one game there. We had to win really after that. It's like a, a throwback to last season. It was a wee bit, a wee bit, yeah. Scott Pitt scoring and special teams goals. Yeah, yeah, few and far between this season, but um, yeah, going going three 0 down again. Not how you want to start a game. Uh, I was a bit like you. I sort of followed it up until that point, and then sort of checked back in later on and saw that we'd pulled it back and were taking it to overtime. But uh, as far as as far as the Dundee goals go, I think um, you know just sort of watching the highlights, just seeing that the first goal from from Buta, I think was a a mistake from Pitt initially. Um, so yeah. loses his foot in a wee bit, and Dundee escapes through, and the odd man rush returns, um, and then both both the Marquardt goals, are, are questionable how they've went in really. Yeah, the the second one especially. I mean, the first one, uh, it was a good shot. You'd like to say that angle should be covered. He def Colleen definitely doesn't expect a shot. I don't think certainly not one up there. But I mean, if you asked him, he probably would say, "Yep, yeah, I would want both of those one back." The second one especially, yeah, it manages to get through. Especially, like. Like for like, yeah, pretty much, and three minutes apart, so not good. Um, and I think at that point, probably Dundee are thinking, um, this is the two points in the bag, and I don't know whether they sort of took the foot off the gas, um, but certainly it looked like an improved clan performance at, at the end of that second, and then into the third, they had a wee bit of life about them which we've not really seen and uh, you know Chad Rowe's deflection was a good finish and Scott Pitt back post kind of wh- where he used to score <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean finally for too long. yeah he did finally finally gets one though um, and you never know it might that might open the floodgates just hoping I think especially especially now. I think everyone's hoping that yeah. Um nobody wants to see somebody <laughs> perform poorly. Maybe there are some fans that do. Uh, not myself obviously. Um and if, if this was, for example, to be Pitt's last season, then you don't you don't want him to go out on a complete downer. So here here's hoping. Um and then I thought actually the Penalty call in overtime. I actually thought that we could have been called just before Carter took the penalty. Did you see that in the highlights or have you just seen the goals clip? No, it was just just the goals clip. I I think we were a wee bit lucky not to get a trip just before um, the actual... I mean, there was no, no doubt about the the call that was made but I think they maybe just missed it and they sort of almost retaliated they stuck his stick in between mm. I think it was Stanish maybe um, but anyway 
So, I mean, Bierum is seems to be the man for those kind of moments this season and uh, delivers again the, the four on three. I, ideally, you'd have said if we win, we don't want to give Dundee any points, but from that position we were in, it's a really, really good win and unexpected. Yeah, for sure. That was um, really, you know, the, the team showed great character there to come back and um, I don't know if it was Fitzy's time out that did that or maybe what, he's, what he said to them at, at the break after the second, but um, whatever he said, it worked. Um, so that, that was good to see and um, finally scoring a few goals again, which is which is nice as well. Yeah, well... I mean, when was the last time we scored any, never mind four? Oh, I mean, obviously we scored against Manchester, but two shutouts the, the week well, before, so... To I'll tell you. The last go time go scored, on, tell us. The last time we scored more than three goals in a game was against the Fife Flyers on the 4th of January. Mm. So it's a barren run. And it was the same scoring. Well, there you go. Um we take that every time at the moment. I think I don't know how many power plays we'd gone without a goal. Um and then Pitt had gone what, nine, ten maybe more games without without a point. Yeah. So um Springer getting his sixth goal of the season. And uh I suppose at this time it doesn't really matter where they come from, but um a really a good way to actually finally have a a focus on a one one game weekend and come out with a positive result. Yeah, uh, that's it. The, the aim going into this this game was to to come away with a win, and, and they've done that. And um, you know, credit to them again. Though I would maybe say, obviously, you've not you've not seen a full game from this team yet, and you know, if, if we what I talk about. Uh, that kind of negative aspect, then I'm sure we, we could do that, but um, we're trying to skew positive. It's two wins in a row. Um, again, for, first time we've done that since the start of the year as well. Um, and the, the time before that was uh, at the start of November, believe it or not. So Yeah, that's, uh, that is just, it shows the decline really, doesn't it? Yeah. That's it, um, and obviously those those two games at the start of the year were against Fife, so um, that was really the the only other team in the league at that point that were that were worse than us. So, um, but yeah, so ho- hopefully now we've we've turned a corner, we've turned that massive corner that we've been waiting. Yeah, waiting for. Don't want to get too excited, but it's as positive as we are we can be allowed to get at the moment so hopefully yeah. we'll carry that on um, into the the small stretch of away games I think if I remember correctly um, this mm. weekend we've got a trip to Fife and then Fife on Saturday and then Guildford on Sunday um, in my previous prediction life in the playoff running I had us getting nothing from either of those games but (laughs) 
having seen you know Fife continue in the poor form and us maybe picking picking up, I would like to think we can actually get at least a point from Fife. I'm never I'm never going to hold out any hope from Guildford. Um, but Fife, Fife perhaps we could get a point, and that would you know that would be crucial. There's only um six games. Is that right, or am I just talking absolute nonsense? Uh, no, I'm right. Six, six yeah. games to go. Yeah. So, um, something from Fife would put us ahead of where I had predicted. So at the moment we're net zero on our, based on what I'd said, where I'd said we would be after these games. Uh, Man Manchester out of interest are one point ahead of where I said they would be Dundee are Dundee are one behind you're not doing too badly eh? so yeah I mean one either way but uh, you know it was a a really crucial weekend and if we can get something from Fife then you know it puts us in a I was going to say a really good position it's not good to be fighting just to get in the playoffs as we've said but we're here now, so it's the way it is. The way it is, really. Yeah, I think we should be targeting two points against Fife. I think that would be the aim. Uh, there, I think I don't. I don't think Fife are really in with a with a chance now. I think they've <coughs> they've uh, you know had had a bad, bad form again, and that's. Uh, Maybe taking them out of it now. Yeah, I think they're still a few points behind Dundee. Um, haven't played more games as well, so I think they're probably out of it. But you yeah. know, they're a big one. They're a big one all out to, to try and stop us if, if nothing else. Yeah, I mean, ma mathematically they're not, but I, I think um, yeah, I you know, know most most people would would agree that they they certainly wouldn't want to give us. Any points, and you know they've they've still got a say in in those those playoff positions. So uh, whether it's whether it's as intense a game as it usually is up there, I don't know. I would expect probably, um, but you know they don't they don't seem to push the whole playoff thing and all this PR. They've never really done that in the same way that you know like Dundee do. And all that kind of thing, and they've they've attracted big crowds as a result of that. You never really get that impression from Fife, but whenever we go there, it's usually usually pretty hostile. Yeah, oh, the fans the fans will be up for it. Um, there's no doubt about that. Um, looking at Sunday though, I can't. I mean, <laughs> I just can't see us getting anything in Skillford <laughs> any time we play them. Nah, and I don't think that's <laughs> ever going to change. No, even. Even, even uh, if we get a win, I would still say, no, nah, it's not happening. Still wouldn't Next be time. sure that we're actually going to be awarded the points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, uh, not anyway. I was just going to say that even at the start of the season when we were playing um, well, you could say, nah, it was well. It was <laughs> well. Top of the league, yeah. <laughs> um, the... Kind of maybe thought, right, we can beat anybody, but there's something in the back of your mind that just, 
whenever it's Guildford, yeah, we've just yeah. not done it. But maybe maybe this time will bring out the best in us. Who knows? They're in a real um sort of nowhere no man's land type position. Um, they mathematically got their playoff spot secured, and are they going to catch Nottingham? Given that they've got a game in hand, I don't think really. So um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we might we might get them in a bad day. You never know. Uh, that that would be the hope. If we got four points from this weekend, I think that would pretty much almost secure our, our place because I I don't think most teams would have us down for much going no. into it. So I think that would pretty much do it for us but it's a touch wood scenario we could come up come away with nothing and be back to square one yeah that's it and you've got um, Dundee the following midweek as well so um, a lot of tough games coming up but obviously the the more games we can win uh, sooner rather than later than the better so um, we'll take it as it comes yeah absolutely Um and and just looking at the the other the other teams around us there the the games that they've got, um, Fife, Fife go to Coventry before we play them, so that's a tough one. Um, Manchester are at Sheffield too. Will be on a high and still probably in the in the hunt for the league. They'll think that anyway. They need to win all their games. Um, and then Dundee have just got the one game this weekend that's at home to Cardiff so uh, you know if we get if we get any points there then we might push push even further ahead so it's it's pretty important it's not all about playing those those teams around us ah uh, that's it I mean, those are th- those are three really difficult games um, for for all teams involved there uh, Coventry obviously pushing up the table and they're on a really good run now and I can't see Fife stopping them but uh, could be a <clears throat> could be a tasty affair that one and then as you say Sheffield uh, on a high just now and obviously looking to, to catch Cardiff again so I'd imagine they'll be at the top of that game and likewise Cardiff uh, you know with those games in hand over Sheffield want to Try and maintain the pressure there. Uh, look to extend their lead to the top, probably. So, three really tough games for them. I think this is um, a big weekend again for us. Yeah, it is. It is. Maybe glossed over, but <laughs> it definitely is. Um, before we before we come back to to clan stuff, um, I think we. We might as well do do our, our usual prediction stuff, um. But just before that, it was obviously the the Challenge Cup final, and I'm not really a fan of either team that was in it. So, not not exactly buzzing to talk about it for ages. But she- she- Sheffield beat Cardiff four three, and after Friday night where Cardiff had, you know, hammered Sheffield in the league. I think that was a, a good response from them and we Brendan Connolly came up pretty big in that game, a couple of big moments from him. 
yeah, a lot of Steelers fans and people watching the game were, were raving about him. Um, I have seen the the one move that he made, I think, for, for Sheffield's second goal where he sort of spins round. Uh, was it Richardson, maybe? Or? Yeah, I think it might be, yeah. Um, so it spins round him, takes a puck, so almost behind the net, and uh, Valoran's there to to tap at home kind of thing. But it was a really good move um, from both Connolly and Valoran. Uh, Valoran's uh, using his body well to to block Richardson and uh, Connolly with a the deft pass back the way to to Valoran. It was a, a nice goal. Yeah, the, the pass was actually just as good as the move. I mean. It, yeah. I remember that Spinorama move. He did that quite a few times up here, and then um, you know it was the, good because the, the Travis, Erhard. yeah, the tra- the Travi. Um, it was it was a good move. I think I think the pass is is just as impressive, and then he scored a a penalty shot as well, which is never easy against bounds. But um, you know Cardiff. Had a lot, a lot of pressure in that game from what I've seen, but a good performance from Duba who redeemed himself after Friday night. So maybe that will give Sheffield a wee bit of belief that they can still sneak something in the league. But I, you know, I, I just I can't see it. I think that will make Cardiff more determined. Um, and Sheffield will need to win their all their games and still, still hope for Cardiff dropping points. So. I can't see it, but I mean they hadn't they hadn't won the Challenge Cup for ages, um, but I, I didn't really care about that because we've never won it. So I'd yeah. like us, I'd like to see us win it, obviously. <laughs> I think I think it's winning the conference again at this point. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> remember we used to get that trophy. Remember we oh, used yeah. to be a decent team. Remember the Aladdin Cup. <laughs> yeah, we were good at that as well. Yeah, that was. Then, then Nottingham won it once, and we just and that was didn't it. play in it, it anymore. Like, uh, it was like Scotland in the in the Kieran Cup. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I the, know. Only, the only the only trophy that that we've ever had has has been that. I know we should maybe look for another Diddy tournament and see yeah. see if he can get some silverware. Um, we'll we'll give give Fife a call. Maybe they've got. They've got the a challenge, the Scottish, the football challenge cup, something like that. Yeah, something like that. A- anything. We'll think about it. It's getting desperate. Um, right, just quick, quick predictions for this weekend. Then, um, including the clan games. We'll start on uh, Friday, um, with Belfast against Nottingham. Yeah, uh, doubleheader this one as well. It's Friday, yeah, right. Friday, Saturday. Right. Um, I fancy a split between Belfast and Nottingham, so I'll take Belfast to win on the Friday. Nottingham to win on the Saturday. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to it's They're hard to really, even. yeah, it's hard to really call that any other way. Um, Nottingham have got a couple of games in hand, so a decent weekend there, and and they could be. Be up to fourth, even higher, depending how Coventry do. Um, but yeah, Belfast. You've got to think they will win one of those. I'll agree with you, but just for argument's sake, we'll we'll change over. So I'll take Nottingham on the Friday. <laughs> <laughs> right, Coventry five. Has to be Coventry, really. 
That has, um, has to be. It's got power pack potential, but it's, yeah, you're just throwing it away. Throwing your pack away there. I know. And the way that they won against Dundee, I guess, should be should be mentioned. Dundee have, have had a, a weekend that you could describe as, as thrown away. Um, a three-goal lead against us. To only get one point out of that. And then Coventry, I think it was, what, five or six seconds to go. Um, it, was, it was a horrible goal for them to concede as well. Their whole team basically committed to scoring and they get turned the other way and obviously Luke Ferrara who's just scoring for fun was the guy to, to finish it off but Pasha's interview he said um, that he was he was as frustrated as he had been the whole season you can you can see why um, they've thrown it away there against Gla and then only five seconds left against Cove did they say they were done? He said, um, "Actually, have you seen his have you seen his hair recently?" No, no, no. It's just it just got quite a funny sort of middle part in hairstyle, and they go at the moment. Everything he does is funny, but if it, whether it's manch or not, um, nah. So he he's obviously he's obviously not happy, and they've they've gone from looking like they could easily get three points to to only one. So it's now. It's now backs to the wall for them, um, but yeah, back back to Coventry and Fife. Um, Coventry are winning that. Yeah. Can't disagree. Uh, Cardiff Guildford, Saturday. It's got to be Cardiff again. Can't. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not picking against them now again. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'll go with Cardiff as well. Um, Sheffield to Manchester. <laughs> Uh, well, are we doing power picks? Yeah, absolutely. Manchester are winning that. Okay. I'm saying Sheffield won the Challenge Cup. They've been out. They've been out all last night. I think they'll suffer for that. Yeah. For a whole, for a whole week. <laughs> uh, and they'll come up short against uh, Manchester, who will want that game more. It's not the worst reasoning, to be fair. Um, I suppose it depends who who actually puts on the jersey for Manchester. <laughs> given that Finnerty had that goal. What did you make of that? It was definitely a dig, wasn't it? Where he said, I can't fault the guys that put on the jersey. It was. It definitely seemed like a dig. Because there was, there was emphasis on the guys that put on the jersey. You know, he could have said that a different way if, if he meant something else. Um, I don't know yeah. who I don't know who was out for them. Uh, incidentally, actually, Stanish obviously I'd mentioned he was back for us, but I think Puffal missed the game against Dundee. I don't really know why that was, um, but fair play, Stanish back, get a win. Maybe we've maybe he's been listening to us slagging him too much. Um, but you know, Puffal out the team might not be. Might not be that much of a bad thing. <laughs> ah, it's terrible. That is terrible. That could uh, be the new Matt Becker. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. Um, yeah. But nah, I think, sorry. Well, sorry, just just looking back at the, the game against Coventry from a Manchester uh, 
point of view. The only well, the only name I can not see here is uh, Dallas Earhart. I don't know. I mean, he was obviously out. He's been out for a couple of weeks now, so I don't know if he was alluding to that or yeah, possibly if there was other players not involved. Yeah, if so, that's quite a big call, you know, being the, the captain and things. Mm. But I guess I guess that will never never be revealed. Maybe he's doing it to get a, a reaction out of them. Um, whether they'll get that in Sheffield, of, nah, I, I just I can't I can't see that. Okay. Um, Fife Fife against Clan. Um, kind of touched on that, but. Uh, I don't know. I'll maybe go against what I'd said before, and that that we'll get something there. I'm inclined. I'm inclined to be positive this week and and get a, take a win. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Clan are going to go there and get the win. Um. Dundee against Cardiff, two games on Sunday. Possibly the trickier of the two games for Cardiff, but I'm still picking them. Yeah, it it is the trickier to, by far, and I'm just trying to decide if I'm committing to that or. Right now, do you know what Cardiff there, and then finally, I've got to go. <laughs> I used to get a win in Guildford. It's got to be my power pick. <laughs> Fair enough. Makes sense. It's definitely a. It's definitely a power pick for it sure. Is. Yeah. I mean, what what are we like three or four in in, in twenty or something against them? Ridiculous, really. Um, uh, yeah. But you got to pick something, I guess, don't you? Yeah, exactly. It, that definitely makes sense. Right, I'm going for. I'm committing. Very good. Um. Right. So uh, last week we discussed the clan goaltenders and defence situation and who we thought that we would like to see back again next year if at all possible um, I don't think the two gate, two wins in a row has really changed any of my thinking for either forwards or defence or goaltending for that matter so um, we'll go, go straight into the forwards Um We've got what? Let's have a, a wee count. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Fourteen forwards. I'm counting. Um, hopefully not missed any. And out of that, I have officially committed to bringing back five of them. That's uh, quite a lot. <laughs> which which is which is quite a lot. Um, I suspect you might be. You might be less. Uh, I'm maybe being maybe I'm being too kind. We'll find out. Um, but to go with what we we took two defensemen from last week, so uh, let's um, let's go into it then. We've got the the two that I think we really need to start with because it might it might cause some debate or will cause amongst people, and that's uh, Scott Pitt and Matt Becker. Um, I've actually said, <laughs> nah, I've I've not I've not got us down to bring either of those two back. 
and it, it kind of it pains me to say it, but I just think we've they've gone one season too many, and whether this sparks the two of them into firing in goals for the end of the season, we win the playoffs, then good. But I, I've I've said continuing with my uh, redesigning and whatever of the the roster that the two of them um, this would be their last year. That's that's pretty big. Um, that's big for you anyway. Um, considering it is, yeah. Your love for for Scott Pitt. Um, I know, and it's it's actually. I don't I don't like saying it. Um, no. Because of, of how how good he's been, but I just think it were due were due a change. Mm-hmm. Well, to play devil's advocate a wee bit. Um. The last season we didn't have Matt Becker and Scott Pitt was John Tripp's season. And look how that went. So do you think that, well, I guess it I guess it kinda of depends whether whether you think if it say we'll be here next year or not, but <clears throat> say say for example he is, do you think that either I, of those two guys will be back? I, I think Fitzy will be. I think he'll be given another year. Um I don't really know my, my thoughts yet on it. On on Fitzy thing, okay. um, but I, I certainly think he'll be given another year just because this is his first season coaching. Um, Becca seems more of a an assistant coach. Obviously, he is this year, isn't he? Um, Becca yeah. seems more of an assistant coach. Look, if 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 either of them comes back, I probably. Probably won't complain, but there's just there's just that that lingering doubt that maybe maybe it would be it would be one season too many. Um, I don't know, just the the run that Pitt's been on, and um, I just don't think either of them have really found found what we know they they have got together or with another line mate. Um, you know, you might you might bring in another. Mike Hammond from somewhere and the two of them will yeah, wind back the clock a bit but yeah. I just yeah I'm just I'm looking for fresh faces yeah I would um, I think I would echo what you've said I don't think we should have either of them back um, for next season uh, the main the main issue I've got is who are we bringing in to replace them? Because obviously this this season apart, just look look at the points that both, that both of them have put up. The season's gone past, and that's going to be hard to to replicate for anyone coming in. And it has to be, you know, it has to be two really. Uh, it's difficult to say sort of high standard guys because. Obviously, we've seen guys come in with big CVs and have not done it, but um, you know, players like that are out there, sort of point of game guys, and mm-hmm. you know, you need the you need the right guys to come in and um, you know, sort of bed them in, and hopefully they they settle quickly and uh, sort of take on from from where they've left off, kind of. Like. I know it's hard because I'm saying I want a complete change, 
but then if if you change everything and you bring in guys that are meant to replace them, and you know they don't they don't live up to it, then maybe you're saying, well, they should have they should have been back, but um, mm. you know I I I think uh, that we just we go in a different direction. Maybe bring in um, some younger guys. Uh, we, you've obviously got to make sure that they are the right kind of players and um, mentality and all that that stuff because they are they're still big skates to fill so to speak yeah uh, and I actually I don't know who who you would bring in but then that's that's not my job it's just our job to say <laughs> whether we want the current guys back or not um, someone that well players from within this league. Possibly. Because I know that that's a, well, in the past that's kind of been a big thing. Um, that, you know, you need to have some guys here that, that know the league and um, sort of how it plays and stuff. But yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if that would sort of come into it. Yeah, I mean, possibly. The problem, the problem there is that we are not one of the top budget teams. So if there's any movement of those kind of guys I would say we're, we're unlikely to get them the top guys with league experience and that's just the reality of it um, I mean Pitt, Pitt for me will be back next season uh, but only in Wall of Fame banner form and, and I think I think that would be rightly slow rightly so because I yeah. do I do love him I think he's been unbelievable for us and it's just a shame he's had this dip in form, but maybe, maybe he'll pick up this season. It's down, it's down to him, I suppose, isn't it? You know, if he, yeah, what's what what are what are his thoughts? Um, we'll see. Who knows? They they obviously get on well the two of them, um, mm. and they've they've had their trouble, so we'll see. But I think for both of us, we're probably saying um, no to them. Correct. Um, the next two I've got are uh, Rasmus Bierum. I, I don't remember what order I wrote these down in. Might just be Elite Prospects, maybe not. Uh, That's Ras- that. Well, I'm looking at Elite Prospects. In right, okay. So I'm going with Rasmus Bierum and Scott Tansky. Um, and I have a big tick beside Bierum and a smaller tick beside Tansky. Um, certainly, I mean, Bierum, I don't even really think we need to discuss too much. That's This is his second season in the league. Good experience, and he's been great, I think, both both seasons. Tansky, I don't know. I don't really know why I thought he, he would he would come back or I'd kind of want him back, because he's, he's not quite hit the heights that I thought he was going to. Um, you know, I remember at the start of the season I had him down for captain, didn't I? I yeah, think. Um, I think so, yeah. Which I mean, that's not a com- wasn't a completely unrealistic shout. Um, I don't know what he's put up points wise compared to last year. Uh, you might know if you've got his elite prospects there, but you know, I just I think you need some guys that kind of get the team and get the club, mm. and he's possibly one that would fit into that mould. If we're assuming, I'm assuming Fitzy will be back 
I think, the mm. way it's sitting. So obviously he does, but uh, it's just there's just something about Tanski I do quite like, um, but he's not. He's definitely not that guy that you'd rely on to put up points. He's a completely different player. Yeah, I think the other thing we need to think about as well is that he's missed half the season through injury as well. Yeah, yeah, bad yeah. one, yeah. So obviously taking that into account, last season in 60 games he scored 21 points uh, and in this season he's played 29 games and he's scored 11, so um, roughly the same sort of ratio of points to games. Mm-hmm. Um, so not too much maybe a change there but uh, I, th- I definitely think last year you saw you saw the best uh, from from Tanska um, in this season it's not been as as good as he was his, his first season but I think even even the weeks that we've not we've not been playing well I have to say Tansky's been one of the guys that's, that stood out for the right reasons. Um, yeah, it's so. that it's that effort kind of player. Yeah, that I think not, you do. Not, not all players are like that, so you you notice mm-hmm. more when they're struggling. Some players, you know, like the likes of Pittenbecker that you'd associate with putting up points. Tansky you don't associate with putting up points, but you you do always see that that effort and he's he's quick and I think the injury has hampered him so that'll have a big a big role in in deciding yeah. I think how he's feeling if he's if he's gonna come back. Yeah, I think he's he's also a, a good utility guy to have as well. He has yeah. Sort of fill in at D if if required. Um I think he would he would probably play nets if you asked him to as well. I bet yeah. He's probably that kind of guy so I think that's Guys like that are good to have, um, so I think he would. I would. I would have him back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, I, he had a, a small tick for me, so I think overall we're, we're certainly agreed on those two. I mean, Bierum, we know, we know your thoughts on him. As I said, not not much to be said. He would be probably top. In fact, no, definitely top top of my bring back list. Yeah, he would. He would be there for me as well. Um, Last season he was he was brilliant. This season he's been just as good, if not better. Um, certainly, certainly in terms of points, but also just his kind of his overall playing. Um, yeah, just been really impressed with him. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and he might might come in with his his brother as well, so we can well, get double. We can get double beer him. You never know. <laughs> um. Right, the next the next group I think we'll just group them all together. And it's it's the Brits. So we've got Matt Haywood, Craig Peacock, uh, Matt Cowlett, Jack Musel and Chad Smith. Um I'll go straight in with the brutal attack. Out of them I'm only having Matt Haywood back. <laughs> no, I I don't know I don't know where we're replacing Peacock with or who because another yeah. team will probably take him and he would be classed as a probably a mid to top Brit I would say um, yeah you I mean you know I've obviously never been 
his biggest fan, if if you like to put it that way. And and no doubt he would probably move to another team and start firing again. But he's just not not quite hit the heights for me. Um, you know, every now and again you get something from him, you think, you know, this is this is the guy that was playing at Belfast and that we expected when he came in. But I I'd be looking for for something else, an upgrade there, whether we can get in a a dual national type qualifier, Brit, I don't know, from somewhere. But um we need need a bit of a change. I mean Matt Haywood whether or not the captaincy was the right thing for him is maybe up for discussion. Uh but I mean you can't I think it's almost impossible to actually sack Haywood. I think you'd have to it would have to be his call to to move away. I don't really think he's done much wrong this year from his you know, what you expect. And actually I, I read I think Glasgow Glasgow Clan Live had tweeted that with Pufal's injury Haywood was now the only player to play every game. Um so I mean yeah. that that as well and you get you get penalty kill, you get the odd goal from him and he just he's another Sort of part of the furniture, really. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I, I don't. I, I, it's not it's uh, just for the sake. I don't want it to be just for the sake of it, but it, I don't know. We need we need some continuity. Yeah, I I actually think I actually think that my my Hayward, um, has been a has been a good captain. I would say. Um, I think well, I think some people would probably disagree with that. Some may agree with it. I think he's you know the only player that's been here since since the start now, and um, obviously that's that's not reason alone to give him the captaincy. But he he said he gets the club, and he um, you know I think a lot of fans like him and how he comes across. I think he's a a really good guy, and he's. Um, Again, he's a, you know, he's a he's a pretty good hockey player as well. So I think that's, um, again, he's probably a guy that you would you would want to have around. Um, maybe the captaincy thing might uh, that could be a, a question for the off season maybe. But um, I think for me he's been he's been good, and I would definitely have him back. In regards to the the other four that you that you've mentioned yeah um, uh, yeah I'm a bit like you now I think with regards to Craig Peacock I think you'd said it last year um, probably the season before that as well we, we were <laughs> saying this is his last year yeah I, de- last I definitely year. said I definitely said about last season that he needs to sort it yeah and, and this season as well and I, yeah, I, I, I think he's. I think he's been. I think he's been worse this year than he was last year. Yeah, he's just. He's just a bit soft for my liking. Um, he's. He's. I, I, he probably points wise. I bet he's. I bet he's actually not. Not far off. What he's done the past couple of years. I don't know if he's any better, but. Um, that wouldn't really surprise me. But it's just. And and actually another thing to his credit, he's probably 
our best guy in the face-off circle, which is, mm. I, I think, between him and Chad Rowe. I think Rowe's miles better. Um, I'd like to. I'd like to see that the the stats with that. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not just trying to. I need to find some some stuff to say. It's not just absolutely slagging them. Um, but nah, I just I want I want to change it as well. Yeah, well, I, this is a thing. So he's he's been here for this is his fourth season with Clan, uh, and he's not hit above twenty five points in a season. Um, he did. He did get twenty five points last season. And that was his highest points total for us. Uh, his highest points total for Belfast was seventy three. Now that's a way back in twenty twelve. But even even from then, he scored over forty points in another two seasons at Belfast. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he can. Well, I don't know if he can be that that kind of guy now, right enough. But um, certainly, um, when he was at Belfast, he was scoring a lot more points. And um, yeah, we've not really had that uh, from him here. And I don't know if that's just a, a certain system that he's used to playing, or um, whatever it is. It's just it's not worked out the same way that it. That did in Belfast for Nah, it's it's definitely not. Um well whilst you were on that, I was doing I was doing a wee bit of research for face offs. Okay. Craig Peacock has won uh, four hundred and twelve of seven hundred and one face offs. Um uh, I'm, which is I'm really surprised at which that. is sixty percent. And okay. Chad Rowe is, let's just check, 338 of 606. So, uh, <laughs> 55. So actually, Peacock's ahead. Peacock's on 58%, Chad Rowe's on 56. I mean, it's right. close, yeah. it's close. I never, I honestly never thought it would be as close as that. Um, Scott Pitt is less less than f- he's pretty much fifty fifty actually. Okay. Um, only other one that takes a significant number is Matt Haywood. Not as many, but he's he's down well below fifty fifty. Uh, yeah. But you know, so that that is one thing I suppose about Peacock. Um. And I'd, I, I'm not just saying change these guys for the sake of it, but and I'm not giving options as to who we should bring in, because I, I don't really know. But as I said, we're just really talking about what we've got at the moment, um, and for me, yeah, yeah it, it's time for a change there. Yeah, um, Matt Curl is probably the the next on that list that I would have. Uh, that you'd have back. Mm, no, just out of the out of the Brits, I think he would probably come third for me. Yeah, the next closest. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's just too lightweight. Yeah, yes. He he's a really a really good skater, and um, 
but really, I, I think that's that's about it. That's maybe a bit harsh, but um, that's you know he, he's been here a couple of seasons now, and he's not really progressed the way that I'd have liked him to. No, I, I think um, I think there's ability there, but he's just not. He doesn't seem ready for for this level. I think it's it's difficult because Fitzy obviously knows that he needs to get game time to get that experience, but he can't he can't find him um, enough of a role to get out there. Um, so it's yeah, it's a difficult one. He is yes smaller. You know, maybe if you put Jack Muzzle's size. On Howlett, then you'd see you'd see a, a bit more of him. Um, mm. But yeah, again, what do we really? What do we do with that? We need. I I will agree. We need some some younger blood in there. I think I don't know if we said last time, but I'd prefer that we, you know, we gave somebody like Liam Stenton or whatever from Solway a go. Um, or one of those guys and uh, yeah Howlett's just showed glimpses of, of a skillful player but he's not I don't think he's he's quite up to this level yeah I, I agree there I mean I think I think if he went if he stepped down then he would he would stand out at times if you yeah, know if it's if it's, yeah. if it's less physical Um. But nah, it's just it's just too apparent that teams are able to to bully him a bit, and that's limiting his his ice time. Yeah. Muzzle, um, and Chad Smith for me, nah, just not, not not got it. I'm afraid. Yeah, I think again, Jack Muzzle's one of these guys that <coughs> seems to be injury prone. Very much so. Yeah. Um, obviously he's been out he's been out a good while now with a sort of undisclosed injury and obviously the end of last season he, he got that ankle injury um, so pretty, pretty big injuries to have in consecutive seasons so I know um, that's obviously not helped but I don't just from from what I've seen from him in general I just I don't no I just don't get it. No. No. I just don't see what again, this is probably a bit harsh, but I just I don't really see what, what he brings to the team, if that makes sense. I'm trying I'm trying not to be harsh when I say that, but it's yeah. it's difficult to Yeah. Yeah. To sort of mm. say it, but I've not I've not really got too much too much more to add on that. I think Chad Smith's the same. I think it's a strange signing. Um Yeah. Uh-huh. So very strange. Let, let's get some Let's get some fresh ideas in with that. <laughs> Maybe it'll be even worse. Cause I, I know, I know it's difficult. Cause they're a, a restricted commodity. The the Brit players. Um, and as we've said, we can't always attract the best ones. So you need you need some younger guys and some up and coming talent. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But no, nah, I'm not I'm not excited about either of them. Uh. Let's go for um, the two Swedes, Marcus Jonsson and Mikael Lidhammer. Yeah, um, 
for me, I would have Marcus Johnson back. Um, I think again, though, it's kind of a wee bit dangerous that road if you go down. You've got guys like Tansky who I would like back, Bjorn to an extent. Um, similar kind of players, but I think um, from what I've seen of Johnson so far, uh, he's stood out um, for me as being one of the better players in that in that bad run. And again, I guess you're always going to have that. The sort of hard-working guys are going to stand out more when the team is not playing well. But I think for me, he is more like Jared Hansen than what I thought Mikael Wittammer would be, but maybe not with the same point production. Um, yeah, it's... I think... I think... Wittammer is... a decent player. Yeah. Uh, but... You know, maybe not quite, quite fulfilled expectations. Although I don't, I don't really know what they were. <laughs> he's, well, you know, he's 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 a, he's a pretty good player. He's what twenty three points from forty five games. Um, yeah. He has scored some big goals, and you know, I, I think he's, I think he's one of those. Those effort guys, it's a real team player as well. That's the impression I get. Um, and it's just yeah, it's just how many of those. How many of those can we afford to have, or do we want to have? I mean, if, yeah, I if you had a full team of them, then you'd probably have issues. But again, you'd at least know that you know you're competing. And and Ledhammer is one of those guys that I can't really fault for that. Um, you know he's maybe just not he's just not I don't think he had the impact that Hansen did um, he had yeah. you know, he had that link up with Bierum and you know Bierum's, Bierum's been on the line with Rowe and Laporte um, I don't know if we ever really tried Lidhammer with Bierum but um, you know I wouldn't I wouldn't be completely Disappointed with with Ledhammer coming back, but um, I think there's players out there that can do the job he does with maybe move a bit bit younger legs on him. On yeah, I think that's we. I think that's what you would get with, with Marcus Johnson. I think he yes, yeah. Um, you know his, his CV is you know people like to to look at this. He's Played a lot of Al Svenskin. Um Jonsson is this? Yeah, Jonsson, sorry. Yeah. He's played a lot of Al Svenskin. Um as has as Lidhammer, but Lidhammer's also had a a few stints in the in the SHL as well, so um and obviously he's previous experience in the league with, with Dundee and Guildford, so I think he would uh Lidhammer says I think he would uh possibly if you were bringing him back, he would probably cost more to bring back I would say than so, Marcus yeah. Johnson. Um, so 
I think based on that, you would go with Marcus Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably because obviously this is something that this is something that the the team that you think about when they're signing guys because obviously there's uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, money left over from guys that are going to leave, so you need to try and work um, so that you're distributing it. Uh, as well as you can and getting good value for money and I think that's what you would get with Marcus Johnson yep um, I've not got much more to add really so I'll just move on to the final two as I've got them um, Matthew Roy as he says in his uh, interview thing uh, it's kind of you know the Craig Anderson clan chat things he says mm. he says my name's Matthew Roy so maybe that's how he wants it said. Anyway, him and Chad Rowe. Well, the two, the just, two are three-letter namers. Can I just point out that you've, you've missed out a player? Uh, okay. We'll, so, come on, we'll come on to them last because I'll just, okay. uh, I'll just make sure I, I know who that is. <laughs> um. Yeah, so anyway, let's let's No, actually, you're right. I've I've got them written down. Okay. I've got them written down and possibly a mark against them, so I know it's number thirty seven. Okay. I'm not just making it up. That's uh, fine. But we'll 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 go with him at the end. So Chad Rowe then first. Chad Rowe. For me I I like him. I have to say he's uh in terms of his, his presence on the ice and stuff, I think he's the, probably the closest to Matt Keith that we've had, but without, I don't know, without really, sort of, maybe it's just without really having a good team around them. That could be the issue, but the trouble for me is that he's probably cost us a lot of money this season. Yeah. In terms of wages, so. Yeah, he's... Just one of those ones. He's clearly a... A very good player, mm-hmm. and maybe a bit like Travis Earhart. But if you surround him with, not that we've not got good players around him, but you know the level he's played at, we're talking about a couple of notches above elite league, for yeah. sure. You know, and, and done very well. So these guys don't just lose lose ability. Um, yes, there is the wages thing. He's also thirty three now as well. Yeah, um, that's something to think about. For me, for me, I'm saying no. Mainly because I want to move away from this CV thing. And yeah, it's it's a fair point. I think we need to. I know I keep saying the same shit, but uh, just to. To sign guys based, I know he's not signed just because of his CV. He's clearly a good player. Yeah. But he he's he's our top earner, and yes, has he produced as much as he and we would want for that? No. But he's probably not. I would say he's 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 still one of our better 
players consistency wise this season. Um, I kind of get what you mean about his presence. I'm not. I'm not sure. I would quite. I would quite put him near the Keith bracket of presence. Uh, no. I, I, I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he's as physical as, as Keith was. But he's definitely. Definitely got ability. If if he wants another year, I don't know. He's on a university deal, isn't he as well? So. Yeah. So maybe that. That means that he's not costing us quite as much as he possibly would as have or you would think. Um, it's a hard one. If he if he did come back, would I be would I be disappointed? No, but um, I would like I would like him to. <laughs> I don't know. I would like I would like more. I I would like and expect a lot more if he came back. Put it that way. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. I think the the Matt Keith comparison thing. Um, yeah, he's he's not he's not the same. He's not the same player that, that Matt Keith was. I think that's a given. But um, just what he what he can bring is. <laughs> Can bring mm-hmm. um, is that sort of, is that presence that I, that I was talking about? I think he um, provides that, uh, and for me, he's because of that he's the, the closest thing that I can think of to when Matt Keith was here. And yeah, he's not he's not the same as Matt Keith, and he's got a long way to go before he is, but. Um, but like I say, surround them with better talent. Who knows? You could you could see a better player. But the downside is he's probably on a lot of wages, and he is thirty three now. So um, tail end of his career, is he going to? I mean, the other thing is, is he going to just retire this year? The end of this year, once he's finished his uni course. Who knows? Yeah, I know. The the thing is that um he I think for even for these top players you need a wee while to adapt to a league. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sometimes the problem with these guys that come in with amazing reputations. Um but just don't don't adapt as quickly as everyone thinks just because they're a great player and they've played in all these good leagues, I think it's difficult. So th- there is that going for him. Yeah, and I think so. when when Fitzy took the job as well, that was, I believe, the first name that he said was he wanted this guy. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, doesn't really add anything else to it other than that's what that's who Fitzy's main guy was. Yeah, I know it's difficult when I'm going to sit on the fence with him. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sit in the fence. So I think he, I could see it. He's probably more likely to not come back. But if he did, I'd be, I'd be happy with it. Provide, providing that what what other players we were bringing in were, yeah, suited to him. Yeah. Um. So two left. Yeah. We've got Matthew uh, and we've got. 
Nolan Laporte. Okay. Um, what is happening with those two? Um, well, Matt, so are we saying Matthew Roy now then? We're saying whatever. Yeah, we can say that if you want to say that. I think maybe we should just get him on. Clarify. Yeah, let's let's clear let's clear that up with him. Um I think Matthew at the start of the season yes. Matthew now after his injury and a history of injury probably not. I know, do you remember the buzz when we actually, it was confirmed that we signed him? Yeah. I was delighted, yeah. Yeah, I was exciting. And I think he, he, he's, he scored a couple of the goals that you just you just knew he would. Um, uh-huh. 24 points from 35 games. Um, oh, he's, a, he's a really likeable player to have on your team, but... Yeah. You know, is was was it one season too far? I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure it was the wrong decision to sign him. I definitely I think he he was he wanted to come and play and I think it was the right call that we brought him in on that basis. And he knows the league. Um obviously he's not quite lived up to it, but the whole team hasn't. No. Again, yeah, that's so, the thing. So, it's hard to <laughs> to commit either way on him again because cause I do like what he brings. Um, is is he gonna is he gonna want to play another season if we're we're just sort of scraping the the barrel of playoff level? Then I would say no. I I think he came here to with the hope of challenging given the, the team that, that we had signed. And he'd have been right to think that. Um, yeah. If Does he want to sign? I can't see him wanting to play another year, just the way the injury panned out and stuff. Although he, he's back at least, and he's, he's going to play a part in the running. Um, again, I wouldn't... If, if he wants to commit to another year... Ah, I wouldn't, wouldn't it's a, I wouldn't be disappointed type thing again, but I I can't see it, and I just, I think, hmm, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I think if he was if he was coming back, he would need to be a hundred percent sure that he was that he was healthy to go again. Um, if you know if he can. If he doesn't think that he, that he could do that, um, it's, it is difficult because he's he is a likable guy when he's on your team. Um, he's good to have. He was big for us at the start of the year. Um, so I think, again, it could be a Chad Rouse scenario where you've got more of the sort of better players around him. Yeah. Um, that might sway it for me. So I'm, I'm, again, I'm I'm sitting on the fence, but probably I would probably lean towards no. Okay. Um. 
So we've got certainty so far. We've got Bierum and Hayward and Johnson. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not certainty, but I, I like him. Okay. I like Tansky. And Tansky, yeah. Okay. Uh, right. So finally, Nolan Laporte. Um. For me, he was brought in as a Brendan Connolly replacement and it's just not happened. I think he, well, maybe a bit harsh, he's been on probably our best forward line this season um, with Pierre and, and Rowe, but uh, I just don't know that I've, because I've seen Brendan Connolly and See, I, I don't think he is. He's not brought in as a guy that can produce like Connolly. Maybe not produce, but I thought I thought he was he was brought in as as his replacement. That is what I was thinking from the previous season, and for me, he's not he's not lived up to that hype. And obviously, that's a difficult it's a difficult bar to set for any player coming in. Um, but I think I think a lot of fans will have will have made that comparison as well because of the way he plays. Um, but he just he just doesn't give you the same overall threat that Connolly does. Um, doesn't take as many stupid penalties as, as Brendan Connolly does. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, missing something for me. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe before we saw him, people would possibly think he is a Connolly replacement. I think as soon as I see what kind of player he's like, he's not signed to be like a Connolly player. Maybe Connolly niggle, but he's not even Connolly niggle. Uh, I I like him a lot more than you like him. Um, I, I think he's I think he's a good player. I would have him back. Okay. Um, he is our top point scorer this year, for one argument. Um, that's not well. I mean, that's not anything really. Well, it's it's an argument. He well, provided everybody was fit over the course of the season, would he still be? Possibly not, but then, um, <laughs> I just, I, I quite like, I just quite like what he brings. I think he has got an eye for goal, and he, he's obviously, he's obviously buying into, to the team and stuff. I think he seems quite passionate. Maybe to the point where he's, a bit like, a Josh Gratton esque, money bugger. Um. Mm, I don't, I don't really get that vibe off him. I just, I feel like sometimes he he makes the wrong decisions. Yeah, possibly. When there's a when there's a better pass on or, uh, not necessarily losing the puck much, um, but just in the in the the final third, just sometimes his awareness is not not as good as I would like. Yeah. No. I- He's he's not perfect. It's maybe harsh. It's maybe he, harsh. He's not perfect. I just 
in my opinion, he's been, I think he's been one of our better players. So I would like I would have him back before I'd have Ledhammer or um, or mm, yeah, no, or before well, Ledhammer. Yeah, I, um, I would have him back before Ledhammer, but I know it. it I maybe, still think we could do better. Yeah. Nah. Okay. Fair enough. He 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 goes on my list and he doesn't go on yours. So. Yeah. Um, Right. Okay. The thing, well, the thing he has got going for him is his age. He's only twenty-seven, so same age as Bierum. Yeah. Uh, so two um, youngest import forwards that we've got. So I actually thought he was older than that. So yeah. Okay. Well, I think we've I think we've done the forwards to death. We'll, we'll revisit. Um, possibly at the end of the season big weekend obviously coming up for clan big points on the line let's do it that's it send your thoughts in as well yeah please you probably you disagree like... with everything but <laughs> that's the way it goes um, I do think that you know that's that's probably us being quite harsh but that's what it's all about yeah no it is that's you what I like best, to do that's the point best of the team, so. yeah Alright, well, cheers for turning up, folks, and hopefully hear from you next time uh, when we're, we're sitting pretty in the playoffs and all is rosy in the garden and we're bringing back everyone. <laughs> Maybe not. Cheers, folks. See you. Good night. All the best. Sweet till then.